Welcome to another episode of Quarantine Questions. This episode features the Mulligan brothers, Rob and Sean. I don't have any kids, but if slash when I do, I'm just going to take them and hand them over to Mr. and Mrs. Mulligan and say do whatever you did to your two boys because they are incredible human beings. Take it away, Rob and Sean. All right, we're here with Rob Mulligan, the deadlift king of advanced training. And don't get jealous. The guy has a fully functional home gym. gym. It's better probably than uh, 99% of the gyms we go to. So, Rob Mulligan, are you ready for these quarantine questions? Let's do it. All right, here comes the, the first softball. Uh, what is your home go-to gym toy slash piece of equipment aside from the greatest gym ever? Well, as, as you know, I basically have everything I would need to work out in normal times. So uh, what I've been doing actually is uh, getting creative and building things and or uh, enhancing certain aspects of it. So I actually built a, uh, a pulley machine that hooks onto my, uh, my power rack that, uh, that, enables, that enables you to either do lap pull downs, low rows. It's pretty adjustable. Basically, all you did was get a couple of cables and, and uh, clips from Home Depot, and um, it works pretty good. So I, I got to say, now I have a cable column basically in my house and uh, I'm using it every day. So that's that's what I'm using. Had you been going to a gym before this lockdown or are you just always working out at home? Uh, n- always working out at home. Uh, this is basically status quo. Uh, if anything, I get a little uh, more sleep and a little uh, later workout time. So it's actually been pretty good from a workout standpoint. <laughs> this pandemic cannot slow you down. All no. Right. Question two, what is your home go-to gym exercise? Well, again, as we mentioned before, I basically can do all my exercises. So I've actually been focusing on certain technical aspects of certain lifts now that I have a little more time to just kind of screw around in my gym. So I've been doing something called a uh, no feet, no hook snatch and clean. So what that is is basically you, you do the, the, the clean and the snatch without a hook grip and um, without – uh, and you start in your squat stance. So basically your feet aren't going to move. Uh, what that enables me to do is work on my transition and my speed and stability getting into the, the catch position. So that's that's what I've been really uh, focusing on for the last couple of weeks. Now, in, out of that movement, do you get into a triple extension or you just stay in the squat stance the whole time? Uh, no. So you start at the bottom, like like from the floor, and then you basically do a snatch, but then your feet just don't move. So you basically go up and then right back into your, your squat stance. So typically when you're doing a pull, you want to have a little narrower stance um, because that's more uh, efficient way to – uh, pull weight off the floor, but then you want to catch in a squat stance. So in this exercise, you're just doing everything from the squat stance because you don't you want to work on your footwork, uh, the landing, basically. You just want to make sure your landing is consistent in that squat stance. Sometimes I get a little messy with my footwork. My feet go, go a little out, and it's just a way to kind of uh, lessen the moving parts, if you will, of, of the movement. You are like a wizard. I love it. All right. What is one talent you developed or enhanced during the quarantine? Uh, so this is this isn't obviously home gym or, or even you know working out related, but I've actually been doing a lot of uh, coding. I've been learning how to code with uh, Python, basically learning how to um, scrape data off websites, really for the purposes selfishly of uh, fantasy football analysis, which I'm starting to uh, broaden my horizon a bit into that that regard. But uh, that's been interesting because there's really no excuse. You just sit in front of a computer every day, so you might as well uh, <laughs> get to work. So that's been going really well, though. I actually really like it. It's it's hard though, uh, challenging. So if there is no NFL season, would you just like do fantasy on like Trunzo's Madden season or something like that? Well, that's that's the risk. I mean, this this got a lot of uncertainty coming up, so a lot of this might be all for uh, nothing. You know, if a guy gets uh, coronavirus in week three, it doesn't matter how many points you think you would have scored in the full season, I guess. But um, hopefully, it doesn't come to that. 
what has been your biggest vice or weakness during the quarantine? So I'm a sucker for YouTube. Uh, I, I, I you know, might just sit on my couch and just put on YouTube. And uh, I, I like watching those honest movie trailers. I think they're hilarious. They're like five minutes long. And I could just watch like 20 of them at a clip, like just back to back. And I, I just find them hysterical so that I, I could waste a lot of time that way. So not the greatest use of my time. But, you know, sometimes uh, we, need, we need to step back a little and uh, laugh. And what are they called? Honest movie trailers? Honest, honest movie trailers. Yeah. So basically they take uh, – you know, clips of movies and they basically have like this like really traditional like movie over like over voice that basically pokes fun at all the plot holes and the stupid things that go on. But it's funny because it's, you know, everyone sees it, but it's just like they're putting it together. And it's like, this is what really the movie's about. And um, you should, you should check it out. I think you'd like it. Uh, they, they, they don't, they don't spare uh, movies. They, they go into a lot of different ones. So it's been doing gone for years. So. Well, I, I know what I'm doing this weekend. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. All right. So I wonder if this links into the next question, which is what is the best or worst binge worthy show you watched? Uh, so I've been watching a lot of TV. I think uh, a lot of people have. I think Netflix uh, stock is, is, is doing okay these days. But um, I actually uh, finished from start to, to current now, uh, Better Call Saul which uh, for those who aren't aware is a prequel to Breaking Bad uh, based on the lawyer uh, Saul Goodman, or in this case, in this show, he's actually named Jim McGill. It's, it's really good. It's, it's really kind of a, a blend of like humor. Uh, you know, there's obviously some drug cartel aspect uh, because I guess in New Mexico, that's what people do. Um, but <laughs> it's really good. It's a really well acted show, really good in, uh, characters. So I'd recommend Better Call Saul. It's on Netflix, basically the whole series. Actually, actually the latest season isn't. I had to like buy per episode. So that's how good it was. I was willing to pay like $3 an episode to catch up um, for the final season. So I put my money uh, where my mouth was. Wow. It must be good because people aren't willing to pay for anything, especially if it's on Netflix. All right. I, I, I've only watched like three episodes and my wife bailed out, so I need to get back on that. And watch, it starts uh, slow. It starts slow. I, I give it I give it a little little uh, room to, to take off. Yep. OK, good. I hope she listens to this because that was what other people have told me. But thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, what is your best quarantine trick to keep people healthy? So I think just getting a consistent routine is really great because I think people are so, you know, they've been knocked out of, of their normalcy and everything's just been so crazy. But, you know, control what you can control. Uh, wake up at the same time. Go to bed at the same time. Do your work at the same time. And then everything else will feel like, you know, you're a little bit more in control. And I, I love going for walks uh, midday. I mean, I, I'm fortunate I don't live in a real dense part of town. So I feel like I could, you know, safely do that without putting myself at risk. But um, you know, obviously weather permitting, but go for a walk, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. Doesn't have to be fast. Doesn't have to be, you know, anything special, just move. And I think that's, that goes a long way to uh, making it a little easier to get through. What is the one thing you miss most during this quarantine? I mean, it's, I guess, you know, biggest thing is socializing with my family, my friends. It's been a little weird, um, you know, just basically doing everything over video conference. I, I kind of miss my office. Uh, you know, it's, that's one of those things where, I actually kind of like working remotely, um, but, you know, you do miss like the camaraderie that comes with like seeing people in person and, you know, talking about things. So that, that definitely has been the biggest thing. Um, I mean, everything else, I mean, I, a lot of the stuff I'm doing now is probably what I was doing back then anyway, but that's probably the biggest thing that's missing. Pre-pandemic, sorry, let's say pre-quarantine, were you a remote worker some days of the week or you would go into the office five days a week? Um, I, I, it's very rare that I would remote work. It would be, you know, once if I had like a doctor's appointment or, or, or whatever, but yeah, I'd basically be five, five days a week in the office. 
All right. What are you doing now that you will miss, miss the most after the quarantine is over? Um, my sleep schedule has been tremendous. I've been getting, you know, probably like eight, nine hours every night consistently. And, uh, that's the wonders of not having to drive to your job and to worry about other things. You just wake up, you know, you, you, everything's just easier when you don't have to commute to work or, or go outside really in that regard. So my sleep patterns have definitely have not been better, uh, during this, this quarantine so that they're definitely going to go go south especially when i'm back up at 5 30 doing lifts now i'm up at 6 30 i feel like i'm, I'm you know cheating <laughs> but i don't need to wake up any earlier so why should i how long is your your commute to work uh normal times uh you know it, it, it it's like some seasonality with that regard so you know when there's school in session it's probably like 50 minutes to an hour without school in session uh, 40, 40 minutes is probably on average, depending on a good, ba- good traffic day or bad traffic day. It's nice to get 10 hours of your week of your life back a week. Uh, and also you take into account, like getting dressed for work, preparing for work. It's probably like 15 hours a week. Yeah. And you know, the other thing that people don't even realize is, uh, like, I, cause I live in New York and I work in New Jersey, uh, much like I believe you, you still do. Um, commuting is expensive <laughs> tolls, yeah. you know, uh, turnpike, whatever, you know, whatever you're taking that adds up over a month. So it's like, it's almost like I got like a free bonus, just not commuting to work from a, like a monetary standpoint. So I'd like to keep that up. <laughs> that, that is so true. Okay. I, I don't know if you're going to have an answer to this question because it seems like you're doing everything, but what is something you will regret having not done or accomplished after the quarantine is over? Yeah. So, you know, at, I, I, I kind of take this as like the tale of two quarantines for me. Uh, the first part, I was kind of just, you know, it was a little, little chaotic. No one really knew how, how long this was going to go. So, you know, my habits were, were slipping. I was eating a little too much uh, junk food, you know, beers, uh, probably more often than I should be by myself in my house. But, um, you know, like a couple of weeks in, I'm like, you know what, this, this is going to be a while. So I might as well... Um, clean this up. So I basically been, you know, pretty strict with my diet and, and, and all that for the last, you know, like nine weeks or so. So that's going pretty well. So I'm not regretting that. I, I kind of course corrected, but I guess other things like, you know, I could be doing more work on my house. Uh, frankly, I just don't want to do with Home Depot because I went there once and it was a nightmare. It's like, you know, you can only walk one way. It's like, it's, it's just not something that's enjoyable going to a store like that in the middle of something like this. So I'll let my deck not get painted. I'll let some other things just go. And then, you know, when it's the fall, I'm going to look back and be like, you know what? I probably should have sucked it up and did it. <laughs> All right. What is one thing about this pandemic that gives you anxiety aside from Home Depot? Um, yeah, it's just that, you know, I, I no one really knows like what, what's going on, frankly. I mean, if, if somebody tells you they know, they, they don't, you know, even even the people in charge, they're just working on the best possible working assumptions. And, you know, no one knows it, what this is going to end up with, you know, in, in five weeks, six weeks, by the end of the year, will it come back? And that that gives me anxiety um, just because when people talk like, oh, mask work, masks don't work. You don't really know that. But, you know, in my opinion, I think it's probably safer than than not to just, OK, I'll suck it up if I can go outside. I'll put it on so I don't die. Like not a big deal. But um, other people see differently. And uh <laughs> When everyone's on, not on the same page, you're, you know, it's hard to get people to collectively move towards a common goal um, and maybe solve this sooner. And that gives me anxiety. Well said. What is one thing from this pandemic situation that gives you hope? Yeah, I think we're going to be more prepared, um, you know, for this going forward if, if, if it does reoccur. Um, now we've had, the, you know, I guess the gift and the curse of dealing with it. And I think a lot of things will probably change uh, in society 
for the better in some aspects. Obviously, it's going to be painful until we get there. But, you know, I think, you know, people are pretty smart and they're not going to forget this, much like people don't forget 9-11. People don't forget the the Great Recession in 2008. Like, there are lessons to be learned that hopefully will stick, you know, of what not to do or what worked and what didn't. So that, that, that gives me hope. Scary thing I heard on a coronavirus podcast. They said that we didn't learn much from the 1918 Spanish flu. Which was scary because that, that was like a thing. Like, why well, didn't re- remember much? The only thing they said they actually learned was uh, one, don't spit in public as much, and two, don't drink out of the same cup, which apparently was a thing back in the day in a bar. Everybody would drink out of the same cup. So I hope you're <laughs> right, man. I hope we learn. Well, go to any college. I think there's some sanitary. We're not last, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> Fair point. All right. Last official question What is the first thing you will do once this is over? And by this, I mean uh, the, the quarantine. Yeah. So, you know, it's tough because, you know, I think especially where we live, it's going to be a phase reopening and, you know, it's not going to be like you're going to, you know, all of a sudden one day wake up and everything's just like, wow, everything's back to normal. Um, no, I think it's going to be gradual. It's going to be slow. And some of the things that I want to do, maybe go to a restaurant or bar probably won't be the same, um, you know, once this, the first quarter of quarantine's over. But if I had to like snap my fingers and make it all go away, I probably would get on a plane, obviously with very little risk to my health, um, and go to like a, you know, an island or Florida, somewhere nice, like a beach, and just relax because, you know, it's been pretty stressful the last couple of weeks around here. And um, it'd be nice to get away. I don't know when that's going to happen, but that would be nice. Uh, I'd love to get to a nice tropical island. And you could take your fantasy football money to fund the trip. Yes. <laughs> Rob, this was awesome. Uh, learned a lot. I'm so glad we got to speak, man. Thank you. You are a legend. And stay safe, my friend. Thank you for having me. Uh, you also stay safe. Uh, talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Okay, we're here with the Sean Mulligan. The, the, this guy's done a lot in his life to impress me, but this lasting impression that I have is at this Thanksgiving Tough Man event where he was one of the last guys to go in the, 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 title, the title round, and the guy dives to tag Teddy Colhesi before he finishes the final leg. It's a 30-year-old guy. He's pretty much accomplished all he needs to accomplish in terms of physical fitness, and here he is diving on a Thanksgiving Tough Man tag team event. Uh, Sean, welcome to the show. Thanks, Coach. How's it going, man? Good, good. Are you ready for these quarantine questions? I'm ready to go. All right, let's do it. Question one, what is your home go-to gym toy slash piece of equipment? Okay, so I've got a, a few things uh, in this small little apartment I have. Um, you know, I have a, a door frame pull-up bar. Um, you know, I have a kettlebell that seems like way too heavy. I'm in the apartment, but I'm sure it feels a lot easier to do uh, in a gym setting. But uh, right now, I, I adopted a few dumbbells from my, uh, my CrossFit gym. Um, so I've been really just using those, like 50-pound dumbbells, kind of like my go-to right now with various different movements. Does adopted mean like uh, you stole them or adopted means that you say, hey, you want to hang on to these for a few months? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, we're hanging on for a few months and hopefully there's like a gym to give back to when this is all over. But that's, yeah, just kind of borrowing it for a little bit. And I got to ask, is there any sibling jealousy over the home gym that Rob has? Oh, yeah, uh, totally. Uh, anytime I see, you know, what he's got there, I'm like, oh, God. He was ready. Like, yeah, he, he was ready for this. He's ready to go. He, I think mean, nothing has really changed for him. What is your home go-to gym exercise? Uh, yeah, so with the, the dumbbells, um, you know, I'm doing a, you know, the 50-pound dumbbell I'm really using because um, I'm following uh, like, like a home gym kind of CrossFit program right now. So, like, I'm doing a lot of, you know, rows with that, um, maybe uh, some goblet squats. And then for, like, conditioning, like, 
dumbbell snatches are like a big thing, just like get your heart rate up a little bit. What is one talent you developed or enhanced during the quarantine? Um, I've gotten a lot better at Call of Duty uh, during quarantine, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if that counts. But um, you know, for for something a little more serious, uh, for uh, I feel like I've been running a lot more, um, and I did something I wanted to do even before this happened. I was like, oh, I gotta get to the track and uh, start just running because uh, when I'm running, you know, nothing crazy. I'll go to the track and you know, maybe run a few miles, but mostly just doing like 400 meter repeats or some some uh, shorter sprints. Um, I feel like my overall fitness is better. Uh, you know, conditioning is better. And then just like body composition, I feel like uh, I'm faster and I just feel better about that. So I'm kind of happy that I've been using this time to, to run a little more. Awesome. All right. What has been your biggest vice or weakness during the quarantine? Um, so I think uh, I never really got into a, a schedule. Um, that kind of bothers me and maybe like not really waking up early and, and getting stuff done in, in the mornings. Um, you know, part of that is that I, I, uh, I did get sick. I, I tested positive with COVID and I feel like just because of that, I don't want to blame that, but like, I feel like he's never gotten into a schedule with everything. So, but you're still working, right? Uh, now, yeah, I was out for a little bit. Um, so that, that kind of was weird too, but yeah, I am still working. So I'm going to the firehouse and, and, uh, so it's not like I have all the free time in the world, um, being home all the time, but there's still more. So, and I just feel like I, I could have did a better job of just scheduling out my day a little better. All right. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you're back and healthy. Question five. What is the best or worst binge-worthy show you've watched? Um, it's crazy. Like, I was thinking about some shows that, um, you know, I've been watching. And I, I just haven't uh, – it's crazy how how long this really has been because, like, I feel like I've watched Tiger King, like, years ago. And then, uh, you know, and then when I was sick, I watched, uh, you know, uh, Schitt's Creek and uh, – all American, you know, which is, you know, just Creek's very funny. Uh, all American is, it is what it is. Not as good as Friday night lights. Um, and then now we're starting to watch the session, which we're pretty intrigued by. I have a tiger King question for you. Yeah. Did, did Carol Baskins do it? Oh uh, yeah, she definitely, she, <laughs> not, not a doubt in my mind. So as someone who had COVID, what is your best quarantine trick to keep people healthy? Uh, so, you know, I, I hope that this whole situation has kind of opened people's eyes of, uh, how important you know, health and fitness are of their own bodies are, um, because it really is, you know, it, it's different for everyone, but more largely it's been attacking, uh, you know, overweight people and like unhealthy people. And, uh, you know, I hope that this kind of wakes some people up, you know, make a change, you know, right now is the time to do it. Um, and then also, um, I also think this whole situation has been the best time to, uh, get your eating right, uh, go on a diet because, you know, there's no outside distractions. There's no, you know, there's no, uh, friend's birthday party. There's no holidays. There's no happy hour. You know, you don't have to go to the, the bar right now to eat wings and watch a, a playoff game. You know, there's nothing going on. So, you know, get some food, cook some nice, nice, uh, nice meals. And, you know, it's mentally you got to do it, but you know, there's no pressure to, to go out. And so it's a perfect time to actually, uh, square away your eating habits. That is a great point, and I've heard somebody say that the, the reason most Americans are overweight is because we celebrate too much for all those reasons you just said. So that, that is brilliant stuff. Yeah. So I'm going to go off track of this conversation for just a second because you said you had it. You are, I would say, a model of healthness of sorry, healthness, a model of fitness. <laughs> You're in great health. You eat right. You train, but you said you got pretty sick, right? Um, yeah. So for me, yeah, it's sick. Uh, you know, like it was the sickest I've ever felt. 
Um, you know, it's not crazy. I wasn't like in, in a life or death situation, but for me, I was like, wow, like I'm, I'm really sick right now. You know, I've never felt these kind of body aches throughout my body. Uh, you know, just like headaches and, uh, fevers where I'm sweating and, you know, pools of sweat at night and waking up, can't sleep. So, so it was pretty wild for me. Um, the one thing that's crazy about this, um, you know, this, uh, virus is that I feel like it kind of attacks people's weaknesses. Um, so, you know, if you have an underlying condition that you know, it makes sense, but for me, it was like, you know, I've had knee surgeries in the past and I would just be, you know, just like hanging out. And then all of a sudden I was getting a shooting pain to, to my knee. And it's like, Whoa, I haven't felt that in, in years, like since I had my knee surgeries. And then, um, you know, I got like a little bit of a, a elbow problem, um, that just always bothers me. And then I'll just get a sh shooting pain right there. Oh God, like this thing, this virus is no joke. It's crazy. Did you get those pains right, right before you got sick? After you got sick or during being sick? It was, it was during, probably when I was like my sickest, like uh, fever wise. So like maybe like two, you know, two or three days into it, um, I was feeling that. So it was just pretty wild, honestly. And can you confirm one more thing for me? Do you know someone who legitimately has lost a sense of their taste and smell? Yeah. Um, so my, yeah, my fiance, uh, you know, she got it from me, obviously, um, despite our best efforts. Um, but you know, she didn't get as bad fever wise or whatnot, but she did get like the lack of taste and smell and, you know, just like, you know, I, I didn't have that symptom. So it's like crazy how she probably got it from me and then she gets a symptom I never had. Um, and then, you know, and that kind of lingers and, you know, she's, she's tasting the only thing now that's, which is good. But then I know someone else from my firehouse that got it before me and he still can't even taste and smell anything. So it's been a month and a half. So it's, it's pretty crazy how it just affected everyone differently. Why yield? Wow. All right. Getting back on track. Number question seven, what is the one thing you miss most during the quarantine? Uh, you know, definitely hanging out with my friends and family. Um, you know, it's a big, kind of a big, uh, year for for me and my friends uh you know we're all turning 30 this year so i kind of missed a few uh big birthday celebrations that would have would would have happened and then uh you know another one is one of my best friends supposed to get married in april and they had to postpone that so just like big life events right now that we're all missing out on and just even just like hanging out in my parents backyard you know it's barbecuing that's a big thing for me is your wedding scheduled <laughs> yeah uh that, that's i think that's a I'll probably catch that later. Uh, what's giving me a little okay. anxiety? But. <laughs> All, right. All right. So you know what? Let's let's jump to that question right now. What is one thing about this pandemic that gives you anxiety? Yeah. So personally, uh, you know, having a wedding uh, planned during this in in August, uh, that's kind of giving me a little anxiety. You know, I'm pretty pretty chill guy. I feel like, and you know, nothing really bothers me that much. But this is kind of getting a little anxiety where you know we had this this thing all set and uh, ready for a you know a nice celebration end of August and. Yeah, it could still happen, but it might not be happening how we want it to happen, or it might not happen at all. So, you know, that kind of is a little anxiety-filled uh, situation going on there. Where is the reception supposed to be? It's at Snug Harbor on Staten Island. Mm, very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Well, good luck. Good luck. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to go to the next question then, tying, tying into that one. What is one thing from this pandemic situation that gives you hope? Um, yeah, so, you know, this – situation has kind of brought out the worst in some people um, that bothers me, but I think collectively overall uh, it's really brought out the best in a lot more people. Um, so I think people are kind of getting back to what's important to them, um, who are important to them. Um, you know, even just, uh, 
you know, going back, working at my firehouse, uh, I'll just, we'll get food donated to us from, from people, from businesses around there that were like overwhelmed with what to do all this food. It's, you know, it's a really nice gesture. Uh, and then just people, um, you know, displaying uh, forms of altruism um, to, you know, people that have been dealt a bad hand in this or have lost uh, a, a great deal of amount. So people are just kind of reaching out, helping other people, uh, actually caring for other people. And that, I feel like that's a, a great thing that gives a little hope. And hopefully that continues on as we continue to, you know, come back from this. Yeah, man, I hope it sticks. I, I, I might, my anxiety, well, it's not my podcast, but I'll get back. Whatever. I'll say it. You're free one, of to my talk. Anxiety, one of my anxieties is this thing lasts so long that people stop doing that. And they just get frustrated and maybe they get greedy or something happens and it's all about me. But right now, you're right. There is a lot of people doing good things for other people. All right. I'm going to get back to the regular order of questions. So what is one thing that you're doing now that you'll miss once the quarantine is over? Um, you know, I, I have been to an extent enjoying how uh, – there's no like pressure or deadlines getting done right now. Everyone's kind of just, uh, you know, it is on pause and, but like, I like how it's less, uh, less hustle and bustle. Um, I think people, you know, again, have kind of realized what's important and I feel like hopefully that, hopefully that continues after quarantine's over uh, a little bit when everything's back. Um, but also um, for like fitness wise, you know, I've been, I kind of get stuck um, a little bit like, um, with like my gym's programming or like a workout and like, I'll be like, Oh, I'm not going to do that today. But then, you know, I see other people doing it. I'm like, oh, I don't want to miss out on that. Even though I kind of wanted to do something else uh, on my own. So right now, you know, I'm just kind of doing a lot of things that I just wanted to do. And a lot of that is, you know, getting outside to a field and, you know, obviously like, you know, by myself, but, you know, just doing some workouts in the sun and just kind of like back to, you know, how we used to train uh, on the football field. Uh, just kind of like feeling an athlete, oh, oh, you know, I'll do some sprints or I'll just do lunges on the field, stuff like that. So I feel like um, I'm going to continue try to continue that as, you know, we open up and the gyms are open. So at least just get back to the field and, and just kind of run around and have some fun. Love it. Love it. All right. What is something you'll regret having not done or accomplished after the quarantine is over? Uh, like I said before, uh, I never, I feel like I never really got into a, a schedule. Um, but, you know, if I did a better job with that, I feel like I would have maybe had some more, um, you know, a lot of time where like, this is when I'm supposed to be reading a little bit. Uh, I feel like I just haven't, I haven't really been reading too many, too many books. Uh, and that kind of bothers me a little bit. I'm trying to like combat that a little bit, but I'm starting to listen to a lot more podcasts, just like kind of, you know, soak in some information. So I'm trying my best right now, but I wish I kind of, you know, did read a little more. I'm going to pour some salt in the wound of your Thanksgiving <laughs> tough man loss. So the team that you lost to Bobby Albarino, nah. he said he, he said he read five books during this quarantine. Five. Nah, let's see he, how that he, helps him with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last official question. What is the first thing we'll do once this is quote unquote over? Um, yeah, definitely, you know, get together with my uh, friends and family, uh, hopefully, you know, celebrate some, some birthdays and, you know, see, see my family. Um, but before all that, I'll probably, you know, sneak into the gym and get an early morning work. <laughs> That's why I love you, man. That's yeah. why I love you. Hey, remember, I don't know if you remember the story, but the morning of my wedding, I was doing a max effort bench press with your brother. My <laughs> wife said, whatever you do, don't go to the gym. And uh, me and Rob Mulligan went to the gym on the morning of my wedding. So I want you to carry on that tradition, man. That, that's all right. Like you. That's awesome. <laughs> Sean, this is awesome. Great story. Great messaging. Love you. So glad we did this. Thank you for calling in. 
Thanks, Coach. Thanks for reaching out. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Bye. Later. This wraps up another episode of Quarantine Questions. If you enjoyed this episode, please reach out to me and let me know who you'd like to hear from or if you'd like to be heard from yourself. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day.